Are you ready to experience something extraordinary? Cultural gems in Croatia, ancient temples in Asia, art in Italy. We'll take care of everything. Flights, accommodation, excursions, local guides and all that planning. Travel department, let's see more. Neighbours' Children I think that Patton's was my dad's favourite bar. He was a regular, a pint drinker, although brandy as a younger man. Oh, Shinscale Ella, that's another story. My sense of the pub, though, was of conversation, a type of club. Men remembering and trying to solve things. Once it was the coins and the images on them. Uh, which coins had these images? Um, woodcock, wren, hare, horse, hen, pig, and so on. Once that exercise was complete, someone wondered who should be commemorated or what history should be acknowledged as new coins are minted. The offers were uh, the leaders of 1916, the All-Ireland winning teams, and maybe John McCormick? What were the most significant events hmm? which might be commemorated? Oh, there was various suggestions. Maybe uh, the Reformation, the overthrow of the Gaelic order, or the plantations. Others said the arrival of the Huguenots, persecuted and expelled from 17th century France. First time the word refugee was used. Huguenot refugees. Some settled nearby and among other places in Kilkenny. From coins naturally to money chat. Who had money? Well, some said the professional classes like the barristers. Oh naturally the cattle dealers buying cattle for the British market. But head and shoulders above all the others were the landlord class. Oh, they had a clear run of it with rents, then compensation when the tenants were given the land, and whisper it, the few receiving slave owners' compensation. 2,500 were paying rents locally to an absentee landlord. Then they discussed emigration and if it was a necessity. There has been a continuous hemorrhage of emigration. Whole town lands left, like Conhill, almost empty now. Planted with trees, Sitka spruce. Gone to opportunities. Their children in London or New York, then their children sending money home. A seminal, significant event was the famine. A million died and one to two million had to emigrate, some shockingly on coffin ships. All the new words of soup kitchens and coffin ships. Of nearly 100,000 emigrants who embarked for Quebec in 1847, over one-sixth died on board ship or in the hospital. Predatory crooks, touts, runners or sharpers preyed upon them before, during and after the voyage. David Fitzpatrick, Ireland under the Union, Oxford University Press. 
Ah, some things don't change. Johnny seemed, well, only seemed to lighten the evening and began to sing. And Burgess is the captain of her, and they say she is afloat in hell. And despite the apparent serious nature of the earlier conversations, other songs sang of hurling and sporting and drinking black porter as fast as you can. Similar songs are sung by Pat in Birmingham, Pat Brennan, a retired teacher. For years, the other half of the two Pats. Well, Aidan was the other half, not Pat at all. Pat was a stage name. Gigs in pubs across the Midlands, regulars in black country pubs. Sometimes sheet music for choral singing is handed out, like a teacher's handout. The only difference? It was signed, Pat Up Kilkenny. The repertoire is the well-known Irish folk song, Love and Loss, in a show of pure energy driven by mandolin, fiddle and whistles. The centrepiece is a huge bowron mounted with goat's horns. Prepared or not, shy or not, coordinated dancer or not, Pat gets his audience on the floor to dance. He encourages, coaxes, teaches his audience through the Siege of Ennis and the Walls of Limerick. Pat, the dancing master. The hall becomes a heave of bodies dancing and swinging. The musician, come dancing master, now becomes adjudicator, awarding spot prizes for the best dancers. His joy is unconfined as he asks, are they all from the west of Ireland? Hardly. This is Darleston in the black country, between Walsall and Wolverhampton. Pat belies his age by jumping back on the stage. On point, up to date, he sings one of Declan O'Rourke's songs about the famine, about starving and freezing, waiting with open hands for some food for their children. And then the choral sing-along sessions. Signed, Pat, up Kilkenny. Pat could be an ambassador for Kilkenny hurling to the West Midlands. His newest band is a celebration of music and hurling. All the band members are kitted out in the colours of their counties. Some no longer the fit athlete of their youth, mind you. The band, called the Hurley Boys, is popular and successful. Naturally, Pat is resplendent in the striped amber and black of Kilkenny. And to become more corporate, more businesslike, Pat produced Hurley Boy t-shirts for groupies in Darleston. With the same energy, the morning after a session is spent searching for second-hand instruments and then calling in to St Chad's Sanctuary for refugees in Chadwell Street to make a donation, including T-shirts. Students ask who the refugees are. Well, I tell them that the average man used to be called the man or woman on the Clapham Omnibus. Clapham in South London, is one of the most diverse parts of the one of the most diverse cities in the world. There are the chatting schoolgirls, a family, the workers in high-vis, the commuter, her iPad in one hand and sandwich in the other, the elders in the keep-this-seat-free seat, and the disabled near the driver.
or the average cross-section in the A&E queue. Refugees, asylum seekers, are average men and women and children. Then they ask, why? Why are they refugees? Well, refugees because they had to. They had to leave home. Imperative. Existential. And then they ask who they are. Well, we have the elderly, the doctor, the young men in flip-flops. Oh, I ask you to imagine flip-flops in Birmingham in February and broken flip-flops. Some in turbans, others in hijabs, often in family groups, sometimes extended families, and very often a baby, mother and baby, and pregnant women. Then someone asks, where from? Well, trace their journey back to war. War, persecution and hunger. War in the Yemen, civil war in Syria. The often abandoned Kurds and the nightmare of the wars in Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan and now the Ukraine. From Persia and Mesopotamia, the birthplace of civilization. The occasional asylum seeker from Timbuktu who know about their world-famous library and the Baluba Princess. Oh, it's like the soundtrack of news from the last 40 years. The Congo, Nigeria, Syria, Afghanistan, El Salvador, Ethiopia, Eritrea, war and hunger. So, what do they take with them as they have to flee in a hurry, they ask. Sand, one told me. Syrian sand, so he can smell the jasmine. Sponsored by Expressway. With My Expressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations. Are you interested in trying a new smartphone but still a little unsure? Do you want a phone that offers larger icons with louder sound and an interface that has technology designed for seniors? Well, why not choose from the Doro range by simply visiting doro.ie? Doro, make friends with innovation. To here, to Birmingham, to a place of welcome, to St. Chad's, where the centrepiece is a tea bar. Endless supplies of tea and snacks saying, you are welcome. Have a cup of tea. And as they only have the clothes they stand up in, there is a supply of clothes for every size from baby to adult. Some with fashion tags, others donated with the price tags on. Everything donated. It's like a shop on the high street, but they don't have any money. Instead, they have an ID car with not allowed to work stamped on it. Yeah, even the three-year-old have not allowed to work stamped on their cards. Now, who thought this up? Some days, up to 80 come for food, clothes and hygiene packs. Some organisation is needed for that. Everything ready for collection, food for the tea bar, food bags for the families, enough to sustain them for a week, a week of nappies. Visitors come throughout the day. A church group from about 30 miles away with a car full of goods and goodies, followed by the pub landlady and a regular from the evangelical choir, 
they generously donate throughout the year. Pat arrives and donates, among other things, t-shirts, Hurley Boys t-shirts. The clothes, all in good, nearly new or new condition to help the newly arrived. It helps to begin to belong and begin to make the new start here and stay warm and dry. Dry shoes instead of the broken flip-flops. Basic. The basics. Who are the volunteers? Well, there's the art teacher, the black forest student, the retired, the bodybuilder, some from Zimbabwe and the Ivory Coast, the journalist and the Sudanese lawyer. Oh, thankfully, some are able to translate uh, Farsi, Swahili, Arabic, Tigrinya and so on. One class is run by an art teacher. This allows a release of talent and is based on a common language. On one of the class visits to a local art gallery, one of the refugees was moved and very upset by the significant number of street drinkers and those sleeping rough. He asked, why so many? Why so many, he asked, in this rich and peaceful country? Yeah, hard to answer. Alongside the teachers and the lessons is the lawyer who, pro bono, acts as an advocate, usually helping to stop deportation. English lessons vary, some conventional like Berlitz, question and answer, whatever works. It's a type of passport. Sometimes just a get-together helps. One is mums and toddlers bubbling with confidence in each other's company and beginning to begin English. And there is football with the villa. Man on. Pass. Your ball. Oh, good save. Goal. To the very basics of English, hi, OK, and Coca-Cola, you could add Man U, West Ham, Spurs, Salah, Man City. One of the most innovative classes is learning English through song. Our friends in this project are Birmingham Opera. These singers and musicians have followed a classical education with instrumental lessons at school and at home, usually two instruments, maybe voice and flute. One was a choral scholar at Repton Public School, the other a pupil at Litchfield Cathedral School, singing Evensong in the cathedral. From there to the Conservatoire, and now Birmingham Opera, steeped in music and its language. Music begins where language ends, and they begin in a common language, music. So the session with the refugees and asylum seekers is like a professional rehearsal. Poise, breathing, clarity of sound, the subtlety of collegiality. It works. It's very effective. It allows. It coaxes some speaking as the singing is punctuated by each individual telling the group about themselves. One tells about their family in the Yemen. They were importers and traders. Some reference to the previous British naval presence in Aden. That began some further comment. Now, 
all gone, she said. There is nothing left. Nothing. Music paused again while an Ethiopian spoke. They are a medical family, wearing donated clothes. An England football shirt. Three lions. The singers sing and then a pause and a big man begins. He tells us he is a farmer from the Sudan. He grows in pride as he tells us he had ten camels, previously twenty, gone to war and drought, climate warming. Oh, I was captivated by the T-shirt this Sudanese farmer was wearing, Pat Brennan and the Hurley Boys. Our view of the world in 1950s Leitrim was often through emigration. The Bronx, Glasgow, Kilburn, they seemed like one. Out foreign, my mother used to say. And our family addresses were Preston Road, Blackburn, or Springfield High, Cape Town, Melbourne, Australia, the Bronx, New York, United States. And then came the earliest engagements of the Irish Army with the United Nations in the Congo. After a battle and defeat, Irish soldiers were arrested and imprisoned by the Congolese army. For R&R, they played Hurley. Fast, skilful, physical, dangerous. Euphemism, manly. Watching these ferocious hurling encounters, a Congolese officer joked that if they knew they played like this, they would never have fought the Irish. The Baluba princess, now a refugee, told me her father had heard this story from one of the officers. Another spoke of the impact of treaties. The Sikhs Pico, or the Balfour Declaration, gave contradictory promises. And the Treaty of Sèvres has been more honoured in the breach than in the observance for the Kurds. Yeah, I took the point. This Centre for Asylum Seekers, St Chad's, needs funding. Bridget collected pennies. Others donate or sponsor through their businesses. The big civil engineers are to be seen up and down the country. For example, the Murphy brothers, grey and green vans. Road, rail and tunnel contracts are subcontracted to the subbies. The annual subby charity giving is a black tie affair with Pat and the Hurley Boys on stage. Their donations often went to that colossus of good work, Father Joe Taff of Digbeth. Solidarity, walking in others' shoes, the homeless, the alone, the Birmingham Six, solidarity. Singer, performer and radio celebrity praised Sister Sabina every Sunday for her work with the homeless. His fondness for the mad nun, his words, was obvious and helped the funds to flow. One sign of the sensitivity for the homeless was the chiropodist at work with the homeless. Well, they were on their feet all day and their shoes were looking out for better weather. They got the full service. Oh, walking through the markets, she was greeted warmly by all the street drinkers and rough sleepers. Often, they just wanted a cuddle. And she would ask me, after the hug, 
when they last had a cuddle from a woman. To the nun in Shadwell Street, Margaret, the founder and engine of the sanctuary, from Cork, from West Cork. Oh, and that matters. Cork known as the Rebel County for a reason. At a wedding in West Cork, I was struck by the presence of the past, especially in the church, built for a population three times the current one. To grow up here, or all along the western seaboard, is to be aware of the scourge of emigration, of the hemorrhage of people. And from Persia or the Congo, they see Shadwell Street, St. Chad's, as a place of welcome. I was a stranger and you made me welcome. A very close neighbour is the children's hospital, close to everyone's heart. What's uplifting to see the care, spirit and resilience of the staff looking after neighbours' children. Our nearest neighbour is the cathedral. One of the stonemasons building the cathedral was Charles Pierce, father of the Dublin 1916 revolutionary. And yes, in 1966, and again for the centenary of the uprising, Pierce was on the coins. And nearby, in Victoria Square, in the council house, there is a plaque in white marble to the city of Birmingham with gratitude from the people of Belgium for hosting their refugees. Belgian refugees who lived in Birmingham safely during the First World War. And during the Blitz, 57 consecutive nights of bombing London and Birmingham, thousands of children were evacuated. Sort of internal refugees from city to country. After the Second World War ended, millions were displaced. Refugees throughout Europe. As war, hunger and persecution force more to leave, it's existential, it's imperative. We just say, you're welcome. Size four shoes? Nappies? How can we help? Would you like a cup of tea? But others, sadly, once unsurprisingly, take a different view. They look for and find a populist approach, like Hegel. The great man of his age is the one who can put into words the will of his age and tell his age what its will is and accomplish it. Is this how the hostile environment policy was born? Huh, no to tea and size four shoes for them, then. Macaulay wrote of the unspoken journey of the forgotten. Not in any Bradshaw's railway tour guide or Thomas Cook travel guide. No, this is Donegal to London via Holyhead at night with an inexplicable wait at Crewe. Heading for the building site, not the Grand Tour. He's ready, but nervous. Nervous and worried that the custom officer will ask him to undo the belt that is holding his suitcase together. Custom officer insists mortified as the wellies fly out. Nothing else in there. Recently, President Michael D. Higgins, the Irish president is fondly known as Michael D., talked of the marginalised as they arrive in a new country. 
He told us in Coventry that his sisters arrived in Manchester with five pounds in their purses. An 80-year-old listening beside me said quietly, knowingly, that much. Both points were clear. Today's newly arrived from Darfur, Kabul, Irbil, Baku, Mariupol want their children to be safe, safe and free. From San Salvador, they want Los Niños to be free and safe. Neighbours' children. A bag of clothes, food, a few colouring pencils, a toy, maybe a teddy, maybe a place in a school and a home. Here, for now, like the rest of us, here they are now. The bombs don't discriminate. Their victims are the cellist and the beekeeper, the bookkeeper and the doctor, the Sudanese farmer, the farmer from the breadbasket of Iraq, the doctor and oncologist, the swimmer and always families, children, neighbours' children. And the doctor from Aleppo tells us his hospital was frequently bombed. Bombing hospitals, I ask you. And then they ask, why the long wait for a school place? Why the long wait for permission to stay, for permission to work? And the children? 50% of all refugees are children. Will they be the future cellists and oncologists? After the most recent unspeakable horror, after the last unspeakable heinous crime, the horrors of Perfleet tell us all now of a new unspeakable crime, trafficking and modern-day slavery. And yet, we all believe in the American Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, and they are endowed by their Creator with certain inalienable rights, and among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. All of these denied to the 39 in Perfleet. Oh, unspeakable. This is the city of all the religions. They teach us the golden rule to treat others as you want to be treated. Or, or look at the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. All human beings are born free and equal in dignity and rights. Just to repeat, dignity and rights. A Syrian refugee reflects on this most recent horror. Oh, my heart goes out to those who lost their lives en route. Be kind. Be the voices of the voiceless. Be a human being. This is the second city in the fifth economy in the world, but with 12% of the world's accountants, yet only 1% of the world's refugees. It's Monday again. There's a queue. Expect a need for size four shoes, shower gel, nappies, and clothes of all sizes. Inside now, safe, warm, 
a school, basic, the basics for other neighbours' children. Here we are then. It's like the end of Act 1 in Samuel Beckett's Waiting for Godot. Estragon. Shall we go then? Vladimir. Come on, let's go. Stage directions. They do not move. Phone poke and newawet, and will knappy no fum nis orjoet. Nis eskalehusaj, faker no phone in tokata gwin, on show, egg daro, and von klishte is dany, gidi gohan la hai glina, august taskina, tarod egen gogoktina. Tanismo olis egg daro dot com.